Amen. He is risen. risen You may be seated. Please turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 28. Um, You're trying to get online on Facebook, then, uh, I mean, on on YouTube, it's not going to work because YouTube decided to give us a strike and shut the stream down. So until I get that resolved, YouTube is not operational. So that's why I've been running around nuts this morning. So he is risen. And he is Lord of YouTube. <laughs> Amen. Man, and he's going to work that out. So all right. Matthew 28. He is risen. Now we proclaim he is. Amen. Amen. Matthew 28, verse 1. You know what I think about this? I'm not a morning person. <laughs> you can ask my wife. And I'm really not a morning person when I take Flexerol the night before to help me sleep, to muscle relaxer. Oh, my word, it's like lead on the eyeballs. But think about these women. Mary, the other Mary, Salome, Salome Mary. There's like a lot of Marys. Mary's a popular name in Jesus' time. And there's other Marys there. Mostly that was the women who stayed with Jesus through his whole crucifixion, standing from a ways off. They're there when, when they lay Jesus in the tomb with Joseph of Arimathea. They're there the night before. They also were there probably that day also doing some preparation for the Sabbath, which started uh, that Friday evening right before Jesus died. And then I'm sure that they did not sleep very well, but early, 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 I'm not a morning person, but they, are, they got up early the next morning. Mary and the other Mary, we could all have, and Mary Magdalene. They got up early in the morning. You get up early in the morning? Ron gets up early in the morning. You know how early it is, and it's like you just see that line of light on the sky? And, and, you know, they don't have lights back then, right? There's no street lights. I mean, out around here, you get up, you know, I got the street light right here. There's nothing. It's dark. So towards the dawn of the first day. So just think about it. Put yourself in Mary's place, in these women's place. They get up early. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, they went to see the tomb. They'd been with him. They saw him crucified. They saw him hanging there. They were the eyewitnesses, the first to see, be there. So they go to see the tomb. And behold, <laughs> oh, man, there was a great earthquake. Anybody here been in an earthquake? I've been in a few. This is a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven. <laughs> wow. And came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. You can just see him. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. Mary hadn't had a cup of coffee yet, so she's like, that's bright. No, they didn't have coffee then. And for fear of the angel, the gods trembled and became like dead men. All macho went away. But the angel said to the women, 
do not be afraid. For I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. For he has risen. And he said, come, see the place where he lay. Come on in, duck into the tomb. Here is where he was laying. He is not here. He has risen. Oh, I just imagine being Mary. And if it was me in my coffee stoop, being very just befuddled. He is risen. Then go quickly. Go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee where he spent all his time, most his time, and there you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy. He's alive. And ran to tell the disciples, stumbling a little bit because it's still kind of dark. The sun is just coming up. When I was growing up, we always did sunrise services. And that's why we would do sunrise services is because early in the morning, we get up at 5 a.m. and go see the sunrise rise on the Strait of Juan de Fuca. It was cold. We don't do sunrise services around here because it's really cold. <laughs> But it was always that thing, a memory of thinking, just like Mary, the Marys, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, who got up early in the morning, in their grief, in their sorrow, and went to see the tomb, and they saw that he is risen. He is alive. And so they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy. And behold, Jesus Jesus met them on the way, and he said, greetings. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, I think he, he said, greetings, Mary and Martha, look at me, you know. I don't know. Greetings. And they came up, and they took hold of his feet. Oh, and they worshiped him. They took hold of his feet, and they worshiped him. They went prostrate before him, and they worshiped him, the Son of God, God of all. Worship him. Will you worship him today? For he is God. And he gave it all. And he conquered death. And he shares that victory and that power with you. Do you fall at his feet and grasp his feet? And worship him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. And there they will see me. Go and tell. So come and see. He is risen. Now go proclaim. Come and see. He is risen. Now go proclaim. He is risen. We proclaim that he indeed has risen from the dead. And death has no victory.
While they were going, behold, some of the gods went into the city and told the chief priest all that had taken place. Remember, those were the guys that were more big and macho, had all their armor on, and they were on the ground as though they were dead. That's how scared they were. In other words, they, that's right, somebody's paying attention. They fainted. And they told the chief police all that had taken place. And when they had assembled with the elders and taking counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers. They paid them off. They paid them off because you know what the penalty for falling asleep on the job is as a Roman soldier? It is death. You fall asleep on watch, that's it. No second chances, you're dead. Now, obviously, the chief priests are going to run some interference. Here's a ton of money. Tell a lie for us. I'm sure they didn't really have any scruples about that. They got some money. And they said, tell the people his disciples came by night and stole him away while you were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. Keep you from being executed for being lax on your duty. So they came and took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. To this day, actually. If you talk to a Jewish Orthodox Jew, they would say, no, the disciples stole the body. <laughs> he is risen. And we proclaim, despite opposition, Despite opposition, we proclaim. It's not popular to say Jesus is alive. <laughs> Sounds kind of crazy, actually. But he is alive because the dead are raised by the power of God. He is risen despite opposition. <laughs> and some of us are really on top of that phrase there. Now, the disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had directed them. And when they had saw him, they, what? They worshipped him, but some doubted. You doubt? I doubt. We all have moments in our lives when we doubt. Does doubt disqualify? No. Doubt does not disqualify. Even when you're faithless, he is faithful. Doubt does not disqualify. But some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. How much? All. He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess Jesus Christ as Lord. Lord of all. His resurrection proved it. it, it validated it. His death. That was the greatest deception ever, wasn't it? Satan thought he'd won. He's like doing the dance on Saturday. Woohoo! He got the bad news on Sunday. 
Oh, man, really? <laughs> I'm sorry. It probably really wasn't like that, but I, I'd like to think. All authority on he- in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. Given to Jesus. And then Jesus... Jesus gives it to us. Jesus gives it to us. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead, Ephesians says, is at work in you and I. That same resurrection power, that same transformation power is at work in you and I. Ron printed this, uh, this soldier that represents the armor of God. And then last week, he he showed me this soldier. Well, it wasn't last week. That was just a couple days ago. He sold me this soldier that is like dead. He's got skull and his arm is all broken. He's got knives in him and arrows in him. That's who you were before salvation. Then Christ saved you, and that is who you are. Clothed in the righteousness of God. Clothed in your identity in Christ. All authority has been given to you. In Jesus. And so he says, as you go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. We're going to do some of that today. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Baptism, that act of saying, I am for Jesus. That outward sign of what Christ has done. We've been buried with Christ and we're raised with Christ in newness of life. Teaching them to absorb all that I have commanded you and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. I am what? With you. He's given us a command to go. And he is not leaving us alone to do it. He is with us. And that is as you go. So that means we really proclaim Christ in every aspect of our lives. When I wake up in the morning and I haven't had my cup of coffee, I'm doing my best to still proclaim him. When I'm jumping pews, I'm doing my best to still proclaim him. Right? Every aspect of our lives are what proclaim Christ. And he is present there with us. He is risen. We worship and proclaim making disciples in the power of his name. That's the reality of our lives. He is risen. We worship and proclaim making disciples in the power of of his name. It's a little ditty you can re- memorize. It's a little poem. It's pretty easy, right? And it kind of rhymes. He is risen. We worship and proclaim, making disciples in the power of his name. In his power. Why? Because all authority has been given to him. And, and that authority has been then imparted to us to go. And as we go, make disciples. Each one of you are disciples of Jesus if you've confessed him as Lord. 
and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Each one of you, oh, they have long legs. <laughs> your disciples, we're making disciples. Right? Do you see yourself as a disciple of Jesus? And as a disciple of Jesus, that disciple what? A disciple makes disciples. Yes. So we're all called to make disciples. It's not just my job. Maybe I do it in a different way, but each one of you are called to make disciples in your own circles. He is risen. We worship and proclaim making disciples in the power of his name. Isn't that good news? This is such good news.